This is a moment in wine and hip hop, brought to you by Crew Love, blending wine and hip hop at the highest level. Wine and hip hop, wine and music. Tell me up, bro. Check this out. Oh yeah. You'll be the life of the party. Wine and hip hop really mirrors the the conversations that we have in my office about wine and music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's good, y'all? It's your man, Jermaine Showtime Stone, a.k.a. The Wolf of Wine, a.k.a. The Zara Bobs, a.k.a. Young Thanos. I'm just out here collecting infinity stones and social distancing. I'm in the crib at the home studio today. We on lockdown. Well, COVID-19 definitely changed a lot of things. Uh, there's, a, there's so many people out there struggling. You know, our thoughts and prayers are with you guys and please know we doing whatever we can to pull ourselves up by the bootstraps and get out of this mess and and move on. Um, I wanted to to speak with you guys directly because things are different. Things are going to be different forever. You know, not only the the format of this show is going to change, but, you know, the the way of the world is going to change as well. So I felt like this would be uh, the best show to change that format up. We're going to be doing things pretty differently. Obviously, we can't be in the same room without guests, which was such a big component of the vibe that we were creating. We're going to do this remotely. We've already recorded uh, several interviews. We tend to batch record, so we're always several months ahead. Uh, so there there are still several interviews that are going to be coming out, uh, which fit our regular format that you already accustomed to. But we have some uh, remote interviews coming up, uh, some interviews that are on the go. And this episode, episode 26, is a perfect way to start that. When I planned this episode, it was intended to be a where we are and where we're going and it's still very much that it's just where we're going changed <laughs> while we were putting this episode together. Um, this episode was actually recorded at the very start of lockdown. So right at the end of life as we knew it, we 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 started this episode and finished it uh, just about a week or so ago. So our guests on this show are. Amelia Singer, host of The Wine Show, and rapper Junior Boss. Now, the reason we are doing this show is because we're all guests on The Wine Show upcoming this month. Um, I'll let Amelia give more details about The Wine Show, but if you're not already familiar with it, it's a dope show on Hulu that breaks down wine in a very approachable way obviously i like that show and was a great fit and so um they reached out to me you know it's a it's a uk based show and coincidentally at the time i was just finishing up third season of top boy and like completely 
infatuated with UK grime hip hop. Shout out to Dig That. Talk like you're bad and you shoot like Kobe till you get left scar face like Tony. Like any whatever on like a Wobie. I'm richer than all them ops are Sony. Still washing up white like Percival. Then I put it in a zip bag like Virgil. When I was on a wing like Urzel, banging my door like my house got burgled. Yeah, cash in the bag, got a big one. Count four scores, then I fold the fifth one. Quick ten more, flip through, that's a quick gone. Five more left splash that it got dripped on. Dig, dig that, know what my name is. Bust down two tone, thought it was stainless. Gave 50 bags to my jeweler. I can't take no days off like Beulah. Uh, so... You know, I'd watched it once or twice before, so I'd already known that it existed. But um, being a guest on the show was an honor. My episode will also feature Andre Mack and, you know, they we, we doing it up real big in the city. Um, I won't go too much into that. I'll let you guys tune in this month. Search The Wine Show. Get familiar. It's a dope show. But just to give you guys a little bit of a preview i sat down uh with amelia singer host of the wine show and my homeboy rapper junior boss who was also a guest now on that show they actually appeared in a mini version of my podcast so it was dope to get their perspective and see what they both thought separately this is a very important show to me because I feel like it encompasses the ethos of this show which is bringing wine and hip hop culture together in both in their rawest forms you know Junior Boss is one of the most hood dudes I know you know but he's my best friend um, and the wine show is symbolic of wine culture at the highest level I mean Jancis Robinson was on the first two seasons, you know, that just goes to show you how deep they are in the culture. So for there to be a table where these the hosts for the wine show, Andre Mack and my boy Junior Boss, um, were all comfortable. We set out to create this show to create that space. And knowing that that space now exists helps us turn the corner and there'll be a lot more happening things that we'd intended to uh to launch before this pandemic it's still gonna be coming through you know we we actually we have a patreon feed which um we created a ton of original content for which is now simply going to live on free platforms i understand that this is a difficult time for everyone so we want to make sure we do in our part to entertain you guys. So instead of the behind the scenes, the new video content, the exclusive playlist, early releases, everything that was going to be featured on the Patreon feed will now be accessible for free through our podcast feed, through our YouTube channel. So if you haven't, Make sure you log on to YouTube right now, search the original wine and hip hop and subscribe. There's a lot of fire coming. And for everyone that's really rocking with us on the podcast tip, there's going to be a ton of new content, all the behind the scenes, all the extras that we have, which we plan on putting out on Patreon will now come through on our podcast platform and on our website. If you haven't already, log on to wineandhiphop.com right now. Subscribe to our mailing list. There's a lot more coming. 
But that's not what we're here for today. Let's get into our first interview with my favorite rapper, street legend, Junior Boss. I got my dog, literally my day one, Junior Boss in the building, man. Junior Boss, how you feeling, What's brother? What's good, bro? You already know. I'm glad to be home. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad to see back out here coming. I had to, you know, I had to stop doing fuck mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. Come here doing your podcast thing, doing your thing, my nigga. You know, I had to come fuck with family. Yeah, man. You know, this is this is L. You in New York? We dealing with some business. We about to be on the wine show now. You don't, how, how you, what's your situation with wine? You drink much wine? Man, my situation with wine, like, I don't drink wine at all, like, but, you know, you had your situations going on with it, so I'm all for whatever you got going on. I'm going to support whatever you got going on, but at the same time, I'm a, I'm a cognac man myself, but, <laughs> you know, whatever gets you lit, my nigga. <laughs> we going to get you on the wine shit. Yeah, don't man, worry. If it gets you lit, I'm with it. That's, there, there it is, so... You know, so how you feel about going on the wine show? This shit is like well, the wine show. Me being on the wine show, you know, it was a it was a good experience, man. You know, it's gonna, it, 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 they reached out to me. They from a whole another country. It's something that I, I've never done before. I'm open to anything that's helping me to network with people that don't know what I have going on, and then vice versa. I don't know what they got going on, so it was like one hand washes the other. So they introduced me to something that I'm not accustomed to doing, which was drinking wine. And it wasn't a bad experience. I enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? Just like when we was on the interview, she, I introduced her. We introduced her to the rap music. That's something right. that she wasn't doing. And she, according and she to what I see, it. she she enjoyed it. Hell yeah, it. Nah, yo, bro, she was with it. Right, she was with it. Do that. You know, we played no cap on there. I think I definitely put it on some past episodes. Th- we did this. I'm glad you came out for this. I know this is a little is a little different, and I know you stepping outside the box a lot more now thinking about your palate right? right you want some cognac shit definitely i've seen a lot of hennessy this weekend absolutely <laughs> you know get you loose hennessy <laughs> now what what do you think it would take to turn the other junior bosses out there into people that are getting into wine like what are some of the things that would prevent you from getting into wine i mean the wine is not bad so I don't think it's nothing that'll prevent me from getting into it. I just have a preference because that's the only thing that I was accustomed to. But you gotta look outside the box sometimes. And mm-hmm. some of the things that I think uh, will get people into drinking wine or something like if an in- if an influential person starts doing Junior Ball's drinking wine. I got a big like I got a big following in the streets. I'm influential to a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. So if I pick up a bottle of Red Hook, Lacoste, it don't matter, like, I mm-hmm. got a bottle of this shit. Like, right, right, right. Like, okay, Junior drinking that shit, it must be good. Yeah. I got a, they gonna do that. It be influencing what's popping and who's right. doing and trending. That's all niggas So, do. like, so the thing with wine, though, and this, I think, is why wine has not really hit hip-hop the way that it could, is um, it's not always so brand-centric, right? It's about, it's about, like, where it's from. Like, 
right now everybody want what's the next joint, the new producer, whoever. But it's about oh, yeah, like, my bad. I ain't trying to cut you yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that case. Oh you yeah, you know, come on, man. On you already house, man. you already know how it go, yeah, man. House, you know man. when we when we in town, man, we gotta treat it right. You know, but I ain't know I should put the sparkles on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but this was just a little little quick interview, man. Um, I know you gotta jump. We're doing this literally right before the flight. Right. Um, now we're gonna get into a longer form interview. Anything that you have coming up that people should be looking out for? Um, fuck a rap check, volume two should be dropping Memorial Weekend. I'm just working, bro. Visuals, now, different visuals. How, how, I was just about to ask that. So, how are those projects gonna differ from Fuck a Rap Check Part One? And I'm and just Public gonna Man. show that I'm diverse with the, with the different flows that I've mastered. Like, as I've came along from album to album. Gradually, I started with Rise to Power, then Fuck a Rap Check, then I came with Public Enemy Number One, then I came with Batista, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then I came with the Brigante. So, with that being said, it's like I showed my diversity that I have different flows. And right. Different, I, 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 I can flow on any type of level. So, with that being said, I'm just trying to let people know like, I got music for all ethnic groups, I got music for the struggle. I got music if you going through relationship problems. Mm. I got music if you trying to get in the trap and bust down a sack. I got music <laughs> for the average nine to five working mm. man. I got music for a nigga moms, pops, yeah. whatever. Like I got something that everybody can relate to. Yeah. In every song I got, it's something for you going is going to be on my tape. All of them might be for you. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it will be, man. I gotta say, like. And this is funny, man, because we talked about this, but this is the first time I'm able to say this to you face to face, bro. Right. Like, number one, you my favorite rapper. Appreciate that, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? But number two, I saw the growth. I remember when you first started rapping, and then the transition, and then you got locked up, and then one day you yeah, called yeah. me, yeah, and you spit one of the craziest rhymes I ever heard. stories a lot deeper than we could cover in this podcast so we just gonna save that one for another day my next conversation is with amelia singer one of the talented hosts of the wine show amelia was actually the one of the other guests at the table at the podcast recording for the show um amelia and i became fast friends you know we both stand for the same things in wine and share a similar outlook about how to get there so we actually hung out even after the show and um we're able to catch up over zoom for this conversation we have amelia singer 
of the Wine Show on Wine and Hip Hop. Yay! I'm so excited to be here. Look, I mean, I'm, I'm learning more and more about hip hop. Thanks. Thanks to you, Jermaine. I love the playlist you sent me. I've now got now my new um, favorite to, when I go on the treadmill now. I listen, <laughs> I listen to Pushin'. <laughs> Trade in the sucks in the snow. They call me Mr. Kilogram in case your ass ain't no. I'm the boss, ball up, blow when you come to the gut. Other cats holding some weight, but they ain't holding enough. I've been around way before the interstate was on fire. Before they hit it in the gas tank or the tire. Before a motherfucker even knew about a stash box. We just took work in the back of the car and mashed out. So, for everybody at home, just so you know, Amelia is rocking the COVID tape. Volume one, there's a, a serious playlist that we put together. It is the the and chill part of Netflix and chill. Um, let's catch everyone up a little bit on how you came into my life, right? You you've come into my life through an amazing vessel called the wine show. <laughs> it is so, quite vessel that yeah it is it's an amazing vessel it, it carried you all the way here <laughs> so yeah, we managed to film literally about two weeks before covid yeah seriously y'all really got that done like right at the the tail end of it mm -hmm. um so can you give the audience a little bit of background on the wine show and and how you got involved yeah, so um, I've been in wine. Now, just so you know, I'm not just like a boozer. Like I, I prefer to see myself as like a discerning hedonist <laughs> and um, popularizer. And I love what you do, Jermaine, because you're all about like mixing up wine and music. Um, yeah, I love the wine show. I've been involved from the beginning. It's basically a show which I describe like Top Gear for mm. wine because it's a, weather, um, it's a magazine format. You can tune in at whatever episode. You don't have to have seen the last one. Yes, it's about wine, but you don't need to know anything about wine, but we mix it up with wine and climate change and culture and politics and food and travel. And it's very character driven by the people we meet. So the thing is like wine, I would describe as like the thread, which threads all of the different segments in one episode together. But it's really like meant to make wine fun and accessible, which is exactly what you're about. And that's exactly why I went into the industry 11 years ago and I started working with them because they heard about me working with a chef, celebrity chef called Jamie Oliver. Mm. He's very big in the UK. He kind of got into trouble with his television show in the States because he did the show exposing how bad school food was. Um, like wow. school food were. Um, <laughs> Americans, Americans don't like being told that, you know, they're not <laughs> So he didn't go down too well, but his restaurants all around the world and he very much inspired me to go into wine and to make it fun and accessible because he inspired generations of people to go out and buy ingredients, whatever background they came from, whatever money they had, he really empowered people when it came to making kind of uh, food choices in the store and how they were prepared at home. And I was like, wow, you know, I love how he just empowered people and made it you know, food seem accessible, regardless of your educational background. So that's very much kind of why I went into wine. And actually, I worked in wine uh, for the first five years, working in wineries and vineyards, doing my wine exams, but also 
working in marketing and selling wine and shops, but it was really, it was a wine communication education side of things. And I started doing these pop-up tastings in my basement flat called Basement Bacchanalia. (laughs) (laughs) Pop-up tastings in the basement. I mean, so you were basically having basement parties. Basically, yeah. And I would cook for 18 people and do wine tastings every week. And every week it would be a different theme. It'd be a different topic. And sometimes I mix it up with wine and music or wine and art and I get like a, like a musician or whatever. Anyway, Jamie Oliver heard about this crazy girl essentially doing wine tastings <laughs> parties in her basement. He's like, in her basement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, I have to like see this person. So then I started being his wine wingwoman on his drinks to channel. And then from that, I heard about the wine show and I started off as a researcher because I just really love the idea of being able to mix wine with all these other things, essentially using it as a forum for lots of ideas and um, breaking barriers and stuff with wine. And now it's in its, we've just filmed the third series. It's in 105 countries. Um, It's available in the US. The first two series are available on Hulu and the Ovation channel. And yeah, we met because they filmed the last ever episode, which they needed to film with us in New York at the beginning of, wait, at the, I saw you at the beginning of March because I had to get back to New York and we just chilled and had, oh my gosh, where was that amazing wine bar? Which hotel was that? Oh man. Um, Oh wait. Well, we went to the Nomad. Yeah. Yeah. We hit the Nomad and then um, you guys went to Anson. Oh, I loved Anson. Yeah. Mr. Andre Mack, yeah. the, the big homie. <laughs> yeah. Looked after me and is part of the wine show too. So I'm, I was so thrilled. Like it's a real honor meeting you both. And mm-hmm. it was a real honor being able to, yeah, um, work with you and collaborate with you on the show. Yeah. I know that uh, the wine show back home, we're like, oh my gosh, they were amazing. So no, it's all <laughs> so glad we managed to fit this in for everything to kind of, I'm really excited for everyone to to see it. We shut down a major area in the city to do it. So you already know, Amelia is a heavy hitter. When she comes through, they (laughs) shut shit down. That's pretty much, you know, what happens. I think the wine show was cool, like, for exactly why you described. Like, the wine show is a very, it's, they don't dumb the information down, Mm -hmm. but you don't, you're not bored. Like, it doesn't feel like they're talking at you, they're talking to you. So you and um, the other hosts do like such a great job. So we also have Joe Fratole. Yep. Yep. And Matthew Reese. Matthew Reese. Matthew Good um, is also a part of it. Dominic West. Uh, heart, my, my personal favorite heartthrob. Um, <laughs> Your boy is part of it. We've also had Jancis Robinson. Shout out to Jancis Robinson is such a huge, she, she wrote the book on wine, basically. <laughs> he is the most impressive, powerful, and I would say successful, at least female in the wine industry. She's the only person I know who makes money off her website and it's got nothing to do with advertising. Mm. Yeah, she's just, and she actually gave me advice right from the beginning. And she's a real, um, what do you call it, custodian, like kind of torchbearer to the next generation. Like, you know, like some people get like really touchy, like they, they view like younger people or like people with different ideas as like competition where she loves 
the fact like you know younger people have maybe a different take or whatever and she doesn't feel threatened by that she really wants to support i i'm looking forward to seeing the wine show hit tv screens like what was your favorite part of putting season three together well i must admit i know it sounds i'm not i'm not just saying it i really love doing my bit in the state because i've they just very much made it about why would I move to the States? Having always like grown up in England, and even though I'm half American, my mum's American, I very much worked in Europe, watched wineries in Europe, worked a bit in South America, but I kind of had my help. And they, I loved how they then were like, the differences in terms of approaches with wine and wine communication and education, making it fun in, and business models in the UK versus the US. Very, very different. And, and that's what they keep, like, and working with you guys too, like, um, you know, they didn't know Andre Mack, they didn't know you. And so it was kind of like a freestyle, and I kind of really liked that kind of natural rawness. And actually, when you and I worked together, I was a bit nervous, because I was like, okay, <laughs> I know a little bit about hip-hop, but actually the definition of hip-hop, what we've talked about it before, it's kind of blurry, which is what makes it so great, right? Like, is it R&B? Is it this? Yeah. What I really love was, like, coming and seeing you, and then I was, like, totally riffing and having fun, and, like, you, like, play me a song, and, like, bring out of my, anyway, you can't give too much I think it's because I was slightly terrified because it was like just, even though I do all these, and I've done the interpretation of Kanye West through Spanish wine, like I did that back in Laguna Beach in California, and I've done all these different things. Like I didn't really know what to expect. And so I just found that my interaction with you was almost like kind of the purest form of how wine, like music, like other art forms can just like connect like-minded people. And that's exactly what it did give a group of people from all different walks of life something to connect over that's what wine does that's what hip-hop does so shout the junior boss for being open-minded and wanting to expand his palette and you know shout to amelia you know for for the same thing being open-minded and wanting to experience new things to the point where we're actually connecting on other things this saturday Amelia and I are connecting for uh, one of her master classes. She does master classes over Zoom every weekend where she pairs wine with different fun activities. This week, we're doing a retrospective on hip hop through wine with your boy. Obviously, you know what's going down. We're going to be playing all type of crazy music. We're doing pairings. Amelia's putting together an amazing list of wines for us to talk through. It's going to be like nothing you've ever experienced. Um, if you want to connect with us this weekend, which I'm sure you do, make sure you check out Amelia's Instagram. It's at Amelia's underscore wine. Or go to wineandhiphop.com. Check out the events page. And most importantly, go check out the wine show. Go to Hulu, Amazon Prime, Ovation. Uh, watch the first two seasons. Get prepared and be ready for season three this month featuring your boy. So shout out to the whole crew over there, man. I got so much love for y'all. Shout out to the UK. I hope that you all enjoy the episode. It's your boy. Jermaine Showtime Stone, aka the Wolf of Wine, aka the Zara Vibes, aka Young Thanos, signing off. Stay safe. This was a moment in wine and hip hop brought to you by Crew Love.